your own business? Do you have one? Do you want one? And if there was one way to grow your business really fast from the start and make less mistakes from the start and or make sure that you're doing exactly what your customers and clients want, could that be awesome? And my first question though is always this, do you want to have a successful profitable business? Do you want to choose your own hours, be your own boss, work when you want to work, go on holidays when it suits you, earn the amount of money that you want to earn, and be in full control of everything that's going on in your business, in particular, the people that you do business with? Because a lot of people have a little bit of a whinge, moan, and complain about their job or their career because they don't like the people that they work with or they don't like the customers and clients. So if you want to have the right customers and clients for your business, whether it's online or face-to-face or a combination of both... How do you attract the right people and how do you make sure that you give them what they want at the start and keep giving them what they want so they stay your customers and clients and become loyal customers and clients? So here's a great question. How about we ask them? Could that be a good idea? (laughs) And one of the great ideas, and this is kind of a super duper magical idea if you're starting a business, but even if you've been in business for 20 years or 200 years, it would be a really good idea to ask your customers and clients, what do you want? So how about a forum? Uh, That's a very technical term for let's pull our customers and clients together and have a chat with them, ask for their opinion. Now, one of the most beautiful things when it comes to human communication, if you want to build a relationship really fast, it's been suggested by the behavioral scientists who understand human communication exceptionally well because they study it. That if we ask for someone's opinion, their advice, their suggestions, if we trust that they know something, it makes them feel good. So a really great way to build a relationship with anybody is to say, please, can I have your advice? Please, can you give me your opinion? Please, can you give me suggestions and ideas about anything, but particularly about business? So how about... uh, when you know who your target market is. Now, it could be people that are directly around your business. So if you've got a face-to-face business, it might be one kilometer, five kilometers, 10 kilometers from your, uh, uh, the surrounding area of your face-to-face business. And how about invite people to come to your business? Now, if it hasn't been established yet, that doesn't matter. It might be a block of land. It might be a half-built building. It might be just plans on a bit of paper and you invite people to come to a five-star hotel or to a cafe or to a restaurant, but a really cool place to bring together some people to ask for their advice, their suggestions, and their opinion. Now, if it's a community thing that you're doing, so if you've got a, and of course, I'm always going to ask about the exercise profession. So if you're going to open up a new gym or a personal training studio or an exercise studio or a new boot camp or some form of exercise business, and it's going to be face-to-face and it's going to be in, in a community area, then there are lots of community spaces that you can invite people to. So they can, can be the school hall, the church hall, the community hall, could be a hotel, could be the pub, could be the nicest restaurant in town, whatever. But find a really cool place to invite people to come and ask for their advice, their opinions, their insight, their wisdom on your business. So if I'm starting out in a new town as an exercise professional, or I'm just starting out as an exercise professional, I would say, please, come and meet me. I'm the new exercise professional in the area, and I want your advice, your opinion, your ideas and suggestions on what you want from a top-level exercise facility. I'd like to know all horrible things that have happened to you in the past, whether it's been diet or exercise or home exercise equipment or gyms that you've joined or other exercise people that you've been involved with, 
I want to learn all the things that you don't like about the exercise profession so I don't make any of those mistakes. And then I'd love you to share with me if you could come to the perfect facility for you, what would that look like? What would it feel like? What would the uniform be? What would the opening hours be? What kind of equipment would we have? Uh, what kind of service do you want? And ask your target market. So that's a face-to-face business in a community. Bring people together. Now, the really exciting thing about doing that is if, if people give you an idea, even if they never come and exercise in your studio or come to your boot camp or get involved with your business, if any of their ideas have been implemented into your business, uh, be very excited and not surprised that people will send their family, friends, associates to your business just because uh, they've had an input into the business. I'm going to give you some examples for that. Uh, there was a really great uh, example of a, a max exercise professional who put together a beautiful uh, commercial studio and he invited all the people in the area, including all the business people and including his bank manager, who was also in the local area. And it turned out that the bank manager picked the name of the business. So he just he started his business blank slate, invited his target market to what the area that was going to be his studio. It didn't even exist yet. And he asked for their opinion, advice, suggestions, insight, wisdom. Please tell me what you would like. And the bank manager came up with the name of the business. And interestingly, the bank manager never came and exercised at that, at that personal training studio. But he sent hundreds of people there because his comment was, I chose the name of the business. When you drive down that particular highway on the left-hand side, you're going to see this beautiful exercise studio. You'll see the sign out the front, I chose the name. And he was kind of excited about his new little business project as a bank manager, uh, and he'd picked the name. What a cool thing. What a cool way to get referrals for your business. Uh, the next one that's really interesting is a, a lady that um, uh, she went to one of those uh, forums at an exercise studio and also didn't want to exercise, had no interest in, in, in doing any form of exercise. But she made clothes. She, uh, was a, she called herself a, a pseudo fashion designer and she could, could sew. And she was asked her opinion for what the uniform at the studio should look like. And she came up with some really great ideas and she said, well, let me design the the uniforms. And she ended up making the uniforms for the studio. And the people that owned the studio put a beautiful plaque, a, a, a metallic plaque on the wall to say our uniforms, our cool, funky uniforms were designed by this particular business. Now, the interesting thing was the lady that made the uniforms never exercised at the studio, but she sent people into the studio to see the plaque on the wall. Oh, the uniforms at that studio were designed by me. Go and see the plaque on the wall, which of course means you've got people coming into your business. You can ask them lots of great questions about their exercise goals and do they have any exercise goals? And if they do, when would they like to achieve them? And you can create new business from people coming into your business. So... Whoever you invite to your forum are going to come up with ideas for you. Another really great example were two ladies on the Gold Coast in Australia who had this picture of a boutique five-star facility, uh, trendy, funky, beautiful place on the Gold Coast. Uh, But they wanted to train mums. So they put together a forum in the perfect place for mums, by the way, at the school. So they went to to the principal of the school. They put together a, a beautiful 
uh, morning tea at the primary school. They invited all the mums and asked for their opinion, their advice and what they should do with their business. And interestingly, all the ideas that they thought their mums would like were almost the opposite. So they thought they would need to spend thousands of dollars on beautiful equipment. They thought they would need to spend thousands of dollars on a beautiful, you know, the paint and the carpet and the interior design, etc., etc. But the interesting thing to take note, and this is just a great idea for business, is uh, sometimes people just want a really cool place to go that isn't uh, uh, intimidating. And if people are going to go to a gym, and there's a lot of beautiful gyms and expensive gyms with expensive equipment, but did you know that only nine out, or only one out of ten people want to go to a gym? Nine out of ten people don't want to go to the gym. They hate the equipment at the gym. The reason they don't go is because the equipment at the gym looks like a torture studio. So it's really interesting because these two gorgeous women who thought they were going to spend thousands of dollars on equipment, turns out that their target market hated gym equipment, didn't in particular hated electronic cardio equipment, which is obviously or, or is often the most expensive part of, of putting together a studio. And they were really interested in skipping ropes and mini trampolines and uh, boxing bags and hand pads for boxing. And all of those things cost almost nothing. So these ladies, because they had a market forum and asked their target market, what kind of studio do you want to come to? Turns out that they saved themselves thousands of dollars on equipment because they listened to their target market. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is opening hours. Uh, you might think that you need to be open at 5 o'clock in the morning because all the other studios or all the other gyms are. But you might find that your target market is just not interested in, in even coming close to your studio until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So you might find that uh, if you ask your target market, you might only have to be open from 3 or 4 in the afternoon till 9 o'clock at night. Or it might be that you need to be open early in the morning, but you can close at lunchtime. But they're all the things that you don't know until you ask your target market. So how do you get those people to come? Uh, first of all, the all-important question, of course, is who do you want to come to your business? And I'm going to ask this, just it's just such a, a special question. Who do you want to invest time with? If you've ever been in a job or a business where you've, ha you've uh, had a challenge with the clients, uh, a lot of uh, business owners have said to me, if it wasn't for the cli clients or customers, this, is be this would be a great business. If you haven't liked the people that you've worked with or had coming into your business, then that's obviously not your target market. But the other thing to consider about target markets, and number one is who do you want to invest time with? Uh, number two is when do you want to, to operate? So yes, you need to ask people, when would you like to come to my business or come to my facility? But the reverse is, I think, is probably more important. Uh, when do you want to invest time in the business that you love? And this is an interesting question because often people think, well, I need to do what everybody else is doing, or I need to be open 40 hours, or I need to be open nine to five, and I should be closed on the weekends. And there's a whole heap of things that you might think that other people want. But how about this? What do you want? You might have a business that's open one day and closed the next day. You might have a business that's open one week and closed the next week. You might have a business that's only open in the morning and closes at lunchtime. You might have a business that uh, you want to have open one year and close the next year. It's your business. That's the beautiful thing about this. You get to choose your own hours. So if you then decide, I'm going to be a business that is open from 
five o'clock in the morning till midday, for example, then you, when you advertise for people to come to the We Want Your Advice and Opinion Forum, you're going to share with them that you are going to be the business that is only open from five in the morning till midday, which means you'll only attract people, that's part of your target market, who will be able to come to your business between five o'clock in the morning and midday. So when do you want to be involved in your business? When do you want to be there? I hate the word work because work's doing something when you'd rather be doing something else. So when do you want to invest time into your customers and clients and making their life even better? Because obviously if if your product or service is adding value to people's lives, you're going to have a successful business. So target market is when you want to do business, who you want to work with. And then of course, it's got a lot to do with how much your people need to invest in you. And that's one of the interesting things about when you have a forum and you ask people how much had you decided or would you invest into an exercise studio or a boot camp or coming to the gym or coming to a personal training studio, uh, then that's A, you might get some really good ideas because some people have no money or they've got money and don't want to invest it into exercise because they can't see the value in it. Uh, There's some people who are used to investing a large amount of money and you might not need to charge that much. You might realize that you could change your pricing packages because you asked your your target market. But the really cool thing uh, that I think about uh, pricing dollar investment, how much you're going to to charge people to, to do business with you, is that there's a first part is how much do you want to earn? What's your expenses and how many hours do you want to invest into your business? So you add your 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 income or how much profit you want to make to your expenses. So that's two numbers. You add those together. You divide that by the number of hours you want to invest and that will tell you how much to charge. Now, how much you're going to charge will determine your target market. Uh, if you need to charge a certain amount but the people in your target market can't afford it, well, then you need to change your marketing to, to attract a different target market, obviously. But beautifully, when you have a market forum, you'll get a real feel for the area and what people are prepared to invest. You can do a little bit of education on the benefits of your product or service. But of course, my suggestion is always this. Wouldn't it be nice to have a a dollar investment that everybody can be excited about? So people with a tiny budget can still be involved. People with the amount of money that you need to charge can be involved. But people who have a lot more money than you're going to be charging can can still feel like you can add value to their lives because you've got a product, a package, a program that will suit people with an unlimited budget. So there's my, my question. When you bring people to your forum, the question will be something like, regardless of your whether you've got a tiny budget, you've got an expected budget, or you've got an unlimited budget, uh, what do you want from our product or service? Which will give you a really good idea of what you need to produce if people have got a tiny budget, what kind of product or service you have to have if people have got an average, and I hate that word budget, and if people have got an enormous budget, what they would be expecting. So it gives you a really good idea of the kind of service you have to provide to suit all dollar investments, which means technically then that whether somebody has a tiny budget or an average budget or a huge, enormous, unlimited budget, you could provide them with a product or service that will suit their headspace. And the example I always use for that 
there are some people who, when they, and I'll, I'm going to use the pub because it's the perfect example. If I go to the pub, the bar person at, standing behind the bar will say this, what would you like? And that's what I think is the most beautiful question at a, at a forum, at, a, at a, a marketing forum when you ask people, what do you want from this particular business? What would excite you? Well, a bar person's going to say, what would you like to drink? And if you go to the bar, you could have a glass of water out of the tap, which they'll probably charge you nothing for. You could have a bottle of water from the fridge, which, which obviously has a, a price tag attached to it. You can have a beer, you can have a wine, you can have a really expensive wine, or you could have a two or $300 or $500 bottle of champagne. And yes, they exist. But the beautiful thing at the, at the bar is the bar person says, what would you like? And you get to choose whether you've got a tiny budget or an enormous budget. Now that's called target marketing, but wouldn't it be nice to know, A, who in your area has what kind of budget, and then what they would be expecting to receive for their tiny budget, their medium budget, or their large budget. So you want to get as many people to come and tell you or give you advice as possible. Now, if you've got an online business, because when you've got a face-to-face -face business, you can bring people to the business and you can show them or give them the experience of the business. And as I shared, whether, whether it's still a block of land and you haven't built anything yet, or whether it's established or you're refurbing or doesn't matter, give people a feel for what the face-to-face -face business is going to look and feel like or what it already does look and feel like. But you can do the same online because some people won't come to see you face-to-face. -face. They either don't want to come and visit you or they uh, live, uh, you might be in Queensland and they live in Greenland, so they can't come. But they want to give you advice because part of your business uh, could be and probably should be now in this day and age online. Uh, there needs to be a connection with the world via the internet, via social media, via the World Wide Web, via your website. And wouldn't it be nice? And there's two reasons for this, of course. Even if you have a face-to-face -face business uh, and people are coming to see you every day or once a week or three times a week or once a month and they're seeing you face-to-face -face and they love your product or service, what if they move away? And if you are an exercise professional, what if you move away? Are you, you still have this beautiful opportunity now to put somebody on a screen. <laughs> You can look at somebody through a screen now and, and make them feel like you're there with them. And how convenient. So if somebody's sick or their kids are sick or they've got a flat tire or they've got a plumber coming today or they just can't make it in, they could still exercise with you. They could still do a class with you. And if they move away, instead of you having to find an exercise professional for them in the place that they're moving to, you can still exercise with them. I think that's really exciting. That option wasn't available to me when I was a full-time exercise or personal exercise coach because we didn't have this thing, but we do now. We've got a beautiful way of connecting with people. So what a great way to also have a market forum. So you could put out on your social media, on your Facebook community page, you could put out uh, a, a, a connection with your world in whatever way you do social media and let people know that you want their advice, their opinion, their ideas, their suggestions, the ultimate compliment. Now, you could do a live stream one. You could say, at this time, we're all getting together and I'd love to ask for your advice and your opinion online on how I should open and run my business. Or you could do it as a survey so people can fill out a questionnaire. Or you could do individual chats with people online. 
but wouldn't it be nice to know what your customers and clients want before you start making decisions? And is it possible, like my awesome exercise professionals from the Gold Coast, that you might have an idea of what you think your target market wants and it turns out they want something exactly opposite and you either might need to find more money because they want a different kind of product or service or you might be able to save a lot of money because you think you need to spend this much on equipment, for example, but your target market doesn't want any equipment. So... The coolest way to get people to come to you, of course, is personal invitation. Now, uh, when I say personal, I'm going to make a statement here that if you're 20 or even 30 now, you've probably never heard of a thing called snail mail, actual mail where you write somebody a letter and you put it in an envelope and you address the envelope and you put a stamp on it and you take it to the post office and send it. And I'm saying that a bit sarcastically because uh, there are people right now who have no idea what I'm talking about. And I share that because I have Max International students from all over the world and some of them. And it seems to be if you're under 30 now, you have no idea what snail mail is. And that's why it's such an exciting way to invite people to participate in whatever you do in your business, but particularly in your uh, suggestions forum and whatever you call it. Uh, you obviously don't call it a marketing forum, but what a great way to market your business, which is to tell people that you're coming to the area and you want their advice and their opinion. But what a cool thing to do is to put it into a letter, a personal uh, letter. You don't have to handwrite the letter, but you definitely, definitely need to sign the letter personally. And you need to put at least one line in that letter that's handwritten. So for those of us that are over 30 and remember what snail mail is, if you ever receive a letter, uh, if it's printed on a computer, but at the bottom is a handwritten part of that is handwritten, it's a, a note or a personal message, very likely that you'll read that first. It's, uh, wow, there's something handwritten there for me. So that's the, the key there to the inside of the letter is, I would like your advice, your opinion, your suggestions on how I should open my business or how I should run my business or what you would expect as a potential customer or client of my business. So please come to my my forum. I want your advice, your suggestions, your opinions. It's going to be at this time, at this place, and we're going to have yummy food. And uh, whether you drink wine or coffee, we'll have something for you. And uh, I'm just giving you some ideas and suggestions. You might have cheese and wine. You might have coffee and cake. You might have a, a yummy dinner. You might have a barbecue. It doesn't matter. But it's always really nice if you're going to bring people together that you have some kind of yummy food. And particularly if you're doing this as an exercise professional, because it'd be nice to show people that you're not a fanatic. Sometimes people think if I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go to a personal trainer or, or to a boot camp that I have to eat green leaves and, and carrot sticks for the rest of my life. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to get an invitation to go to a personal exercise studio and it's going to be, it's a beer, wine and cheese night, for example. And they go, wow, that's cool because I'm going to, an, do you think that people might tell their friends, I'm going to, to um, give my advice at, a, at a, an exercise studio on how they should run their business and it's a beer and wine night. Woohoo! Uh, anything that is, is unique and different will get people's attention. So invite people to come. The suggestion is that you invite 100 people. So if you've got a face-to-face -face business, that's really easy. And if you've, got a, if you've got to do an online business, you can invite millions of people if you want to, of course. Uh, and that's isn't that awesome about the whole te technological advancements that we can invite millions of people into our life at one time? 
So in, let's say you invite 100 people. You really don't want 100 people to come because that's too much advice and opinion at the same time. But the beautiful thing about 100 uh, snail mail letters is not only do you have a gorgeous letter that invites people to come at a certain time to this special event and you're asking for their advice, but you're going to put in that letter, you're going to put it in a coloured envelope. Please don't use a white envelope and please don't use a window envelope. Uh, and the only reason to use a white envelope is you put pretty coloured stickers all over it. It's got to arrive in the letterbox. People go, wow, what's this? So it's a coloured envelope. The, the letter doesn't have to be handwritten, but the envelope has to be hand addressed. So it might be to Hello Neighbour, it might be to the local business, but if you're sending out letters to the business in your area, you know the name of the business, even if you don't know the name of the owner or the manager, but it wouldn't be very hard to find out because you could make a telephone call. So 100 very cool letters in coloured envelopes, hand-addressed. If you're going to put a stamp on it, make sure it's a proper coloured stamp. Put the stamp on slightly crooked. The reason for that is when you send a professional business letter, you make it all perfect. When it's a personal communication, it's a handwritten envelope, coloured envelope, stamped slightly crooked. It just makes it so much more personal. And deliver those, you could, you, yes, you can put them in the mail if you're going to put a stamp on it, but you could hand deliver those to 100 people in your local area. And you, you will get about uh, somewhere between 5 and 20 people, which is a really good number. But remember the marketing value of this. When somebody opens that, it's going to be kind of cool because it, they haven't had a letter in their letterbox unless it's come from some kind of government organisation and even they don't send letters anymore. Uh, usually it's just junk mail in your letterbox. So it's a coloured envelope, hand addressed with a stamp on it and coloured stickers on it. Really cool. You might have love hearts or stars or smiley faces or puppy dogs or whatever it is that your business is about. Uh, one of the um, responses I got once to one of my letters was, I thought that I'd be invited to a party. Well, that's pretty cool because a party invitation looks bright and colourful. So it's got to get people's attention when it arrives. The next thing is you want that envelope to be a bit fat. So you don't just want to send the letter. You want to send something in there that's, that's, that's unique and memorable. So it might be, and I'll just give you some quick examples. It might be a tea bag that says, we'd love you to come and have a cup of tea with us and give us your advice, suggestions, and insight onto how we should run our business. You might put a coffee bag in there and say, please come and have a cup of coffee with us so that we can get your advice, opinion, and suggestions. It might be that you put a, a toothpick in there that says, we would like you to pick us as your ex size professional or we would like you to pick us as your next car dealer or would like you to pick us as your next medical professional so please come and have a, a, a glass of wine and a piece of a, a selection of cheese and give us your advice opinions and ideas on how we should open run start uh, organize our business so something inside that envelope that is not just a colored envelope but it's a bit fat because it's another reason to open it uh, I like chocolates and always careful with chocolate in summer though because obviously it's going to melt. But it might be a lollipop that says uh, often people open a business and it sucks for the first five years. We want our business to be successful from the start so we need your opinion and your advice. So you put a lollipop in the envelope. Now these are all personal coaching uh, uh suggestions that you and I can do together whatever your business is and when you want to open it and what kind of marketing forum you want to put together we're going to do a personal coaching session on this but here's from start to finish who do you want to attract send them all a letter 
or get in contact with them, yes, by uh, social media or by Facebook or by email or etc. But even if you want people to come to your online forum, it could still be really nice to send them a letter. So if your target market is business people, or your target market is sporting coaches, or your target market is medical professionals, or your target market is uh, accountants, uh, when you've got the names and addresses of those people, send them a letter. It's so unusual. Coloured envelope, hand-addressed, Stamp slightly crooked, personal letter with something inside it that makes the letter a bit fat. And as I shared, if you send out 100 invitations, you might get somewhere between 5 to 20 people. Then you're going to have a series of questions to ask them, questions that you have prepared, but also at the end of the forum, you can ask them openly. These were my things that I needed to know, but I would really like to know, and there's two parts to this, the really horrible things that you've experienced from my profession and the things that you would expect from a top-level facility uh, that is in my profession. So if I was an exercise professional or a gym owner or an exercise studio owner or a boot camp, I would say, please share with me all the terrible things that have happened to you so that I don't do those ever. And please share with me the things that you would expect from a top-level facility. Uh, Just a really fun thing that uh, several people have done now and been very successful is you have a wine and cheese shack. So when people come to uh, give you information about your business, uh, you want to have Uh, We want you to whine, (laughs) we want you to complain, we want you to share with us all the challenges that you've had with our professional, with our style of business. Uh, And uh, we're going to give you some cheese with that wine. So depending on what kind of business you're in and whether or not you can serve alcohol, but it's a really fun thing to do because interesting thing about human behavior people love to whine they love to complain they love to tell you all the terrible things that have happened in their life but you actually do want to hear that because that's them telling you what they don't want and then that gives them a nice open door to what they do want so ask people terrible things that have happened what do you want from us and if we were going to be the best for you what would you want from us Then the really important part of this, uh, well, there's two parts. One is that you've got to thank everybody that came or thank everybody that was involved. So over the course of the event, you can talk to people personally and find out about them. Do they have a dog? Do they have a cat? Do they have children? Do they drink wine? Do they like chocolate? What kind of chocolate do they like? Uh, So that you can send them a gift. So if five people come to your forum, you really want to send them a thank you gift. You want to, if if they like puppy dogs, you're going to send them a thank you note with puppy dog treats. If they've got a child, you're going to send a thank you note to their child to say thank you for sharing your mum or dad with us for the last couple of hours or the two hours that they came yesterday and uh, here's a sweetie and again you will have talked to the parent and you'll find out what it's not an, not an interrogation when you talk to people it's just a conversation but you leave your big ears open and you remember the things that they tell you so that when you do follow up not just for the forum but when you do follow up in the future you've got a whole heap of things that you can uh, send them that are appropriate so for example if somebody says to you that they're a mountain bike rider you might send them a mountain bike magazine or an article that you found on mountain biking Uh, if somebody is a water skier you might do the same an article on water skiing or how exercise or strength training can help water skiers or Just listen out for those things when you have your forum because you've got to follow up. You have to follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up with personal information and thank you. So thank you for coming and in particular, whatever specific advice they gave you or specific suggestion they gave you, thank them for that 
And then if you implement their idea, like the plaque on the wall, wouldn't it be awesome to say, because of you, we're going to have blue carpet? Or because of you, we're going to paint the walls green? Or because of you, we're going to have our opening hours from five o'clock in the morning instead of six o'clock in the morning. Because of you, our uniforms are going to look a certain way. Because of you, we've chosen this particular equipment. Because of the bad experiences that you had at another gym, we've decided to do this because of you. And that goes on the thank you letter and or it might go on a plaque on the wall so that people know we've got green walls because of Mrs. Jones, we've got blue carpet because of Mr. Smith, we've got these, the opening hour sign on the door might say our, our facility is open um, because of on these particular times and days because of the community suggestions that we receive from the town or the, the uh, suburb or the country or the online forum. Uh, so it's a really fun special, unique way to start your business and it could it help you not make silly mistakes? <laughs> could it save you money? Could it save you hours? Could it save you hassle of trying to come up with all the ideas yourself? And there's a great quote that says, if you're going to brainstorm, storm with people that have a brain. And who could be a better brain than your potential customers or clients? Often we come up with ideas based on what we like, but wouldn't it be great to understand what our customers and clients would like? And it's a really special quote. Uh, growing up in a religious environment, there's this, this uh, they call it the golden rule. Do unto others as you would like done unto you. And I'm going to share with you as a, as a challenge that I think that's actually quite disrespectful. Is it possible that what I like and the way I like to be treated isn't what you like and the, what, the way you like to be treated? So at Max, we always talk about the platinum rule. Do unto others as they would like done unto them. <laughs> so find out what kind of exercise people would like and give them what they would like rather than give them what you like. And could that be one of the real challenges in exercise businesses, for example, but it could be all businesses where we, I'll use some simple examples, we have music playing that we like, but our customers and clients don't like. I cannot share with you how many times I've left the gym or left a shop because the music's horrible. Now, it's lovely for the person who's in the shop, obviously, but wouldn't it be nice to ask your customers and clients, what kind of music would you like to have playing? Wouldn't it be really nice to have a playlist of the customers and clients that come into your business at that particular time, they hear at least one of their songs. Uh, and wouldn't that be easy to implement? And if a song was playing and everybody's singing and dancing, wouldn't it be nice to announce to everybody in your business, we're listening to this song because of Mrs. Jones, or this is Rowie's favorite song and that's why we're playing it. Welcome to the, to the shop, Rowie. Now, these are just some really fun unique, different ideas that nobody uses. But again, you can't play people's favorite music if you don't ask what they like. You can't have uh, their favorite uh, chocolate if you, don't, if you haven't asked. And I would suggest be a bit more specific with chocolate because some people like dark chocolate and some people like plain chocolate and some people like white chocolate and some people like a combination of. So let's find out. And that's what a forum is all about. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you suggest we do? So there's those three big questions. We would like your ideas, your suggestions, your advice. 
if you're inviting business people from the local area, you are already in business in this local area. Please help us. We don't want to make any mistakes or the if you've made mistakes, please let us know what yours are so that we can help or we can learn from your mistakes. And please uh, know that people really appreciate when you ask for their advice and their opinion. If somebody comes to you and says, please, can you give me your advice? How does it make you feel? It's good for our ego. It's good for our self-confidence. This person obviously trusts my opinion. So we feel good. So create a feel-good experience for your potential customers and clients. Ask them what they want. Ask them what they don't want. And thank them if you use their ideas. I'll go one step backwards. Thank them anyway. Even if you don't use any of their ideas, even if you think their ideas are silly, Still thank them. If people are prepared to give up their time and effort and energy to come to your forum, whether it's online or face-to-face, make sure you not just thank them, but thank them personally for every idea that they offered and personally for every idea that you implemented. Last but not least, every contact that you have with somebody is a new way to grow your business because once you've got somebody's contact details, you can now grow your database. And this is something in business that I think is highly underestimated and underrated. And I'll just give you the example. If I was going to go and buy a business, I wanted to invest in a business, uh, and there's two businesses, they're exactly the same, they've got the same turnover or the same profit, Uh, they've got the same number of team players, everything's the same, except one uh, business has a big database and one business has a small database. The business with the big database is worth more money. So I would have to invest more money to buy that business because it's got a large database. So every time you meet somebody, every time you get a business card, every time somebody sends you an email, every time you are in contact with somebody, collect their details. Uh, The largest companies in the world, uh, we think that they might be a phone company or a search engine company or or a video company, but actually they're a data collection company. All of the big big tech companies in the world, obviously they know so much about us. Uh, Just pick up your phone and you could almost, if you think something, your phone all of a sudden sends you an ad for that thing. Well, I know that some people hate that, but in business, if this is your business and you want to attract the right people into your business, you have to know what they want. So it's not just a collection of their name, address, email address, telephone number. Please get their, if you can get their postal address because sending mail is awesome. Uh, but you need to know what they like, what they don't like, how many kids they've got, do they have pets, where do they go on holidays, what kind of alcohol do they drink, if any, what books do they read, what movies do they watch. Those pieces of information are incredibly important if you want to have a business that, that adds value to people's lives. And when you bring people into your business, and particularly at the start, if you're going to have a forum, if you're going to have a bring people in, 5, 20, 100 people to say, please give me your advice, make sure you ask and personally contact, uh, involve in conversation everybody that comes and then keep all of that information on file so that in future you can use that information to give your customers and clients what they want, not what you think they want. Uh, It's very selfish to do unto others as you want done unto you because you might love running marathon but this person hates running. let alone 42.2 kilometers. You might love a a, a cross trainer or a a 
a rowing machine and this person hates cardio equipment. You might love to drink beer and this person doesn't drink at all. You might be a vegan vegetarian and this piece of person loves a great steak. So doing unto others as you like to do unto you can often blow up in your face when you're in, an, in the exercise business for sure. And I think in any business, how about we find out what other people like and do unto others as they would like done unto them and how could we do that if we don't ask. So ask your customers and clients what they want and then thank them for the information, thank them for their advice and then give them what they want. And is it possible that that could mean you have a very successful business?